All right, hockey fans, listen up because we've got something special cooked up for playoff season. It's called the Daily Faceoff Playoff Parlay Challenge, and it's going to add some serious spice to your playoff experience. Now, here's the deal every playoff game, you're going to be faced with a handful of questions. It's like your own personal playoff puzzle, and it's free to join. And there are prizes because who doesn't love winning stuff? Daily winners, you're getting hooked up with gift cards. Treat yourself to some nation gear or maybe even your favorite jersey. And for the big dogs, the people who can win an entire round, it's straight, cold, hard cash. We're talking about real dough for your hockey knowledge. So lace up those skates, stretch those thumbs, and get ready to show off your hockey IQ in the daily face-off playoff parlay challenge. Sign up today and play every game day at games.dailyfaceoff.com and prove your puck prowess. Here's a cool fact. A crocodile can't stick out its tongue. Another cool fact, you can get short-term health insurance for a month or just under a year in some states. United Healthcare short-term insurance plans are designed for people who are between jobs, coming off their parents' plan, or turning a side hustle into a full-time gig. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, they offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage with access to a nationwide network of doctors and hospitals. Get more cool facts about United Healthcare short-term plans at uh1.com. There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with PlushCare. PlushCare accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at PlushCare.com slash weight loss. That's PlushCare.com slash weight loss. PlushCare.com slash weight loss. Welcome in to Daily Faceoff Live, your go-to source for everything hockey. Live every weekday at noon Eastern. Welcome in to Daily Faceoff Live. As always, streaming live on the Daily Faceoff YouTube. And as always, presented by Batano. The game starts now at batano.ca19+. Please play responsibly. I'm Tyler Rumchick, and as always, he is Frank Saravalli, our Daily Faceoff Insider. Frank, how's it going? Pretty good. Yeah, some news this morning. Uh, Connor Bedard, we finally have an official timeline. Six to eight weeks. He underwent surgery on Monday to repair that fractured jaw. Just a, a tough break for the Blackhawks, who are absolutely reeling with injuries and kind of begs an interesting question. Who the heck's going to represent Chicago at the NHL All-Star game in a few weeks? Because sadly, Connor Bedard is out. I'll throw an idea. Why not just send Bedard as an off-ice rep and have him go do the media stuff and then give like a deserving All-Star crack? Or do you sense there's no interest in making Bedard go if he's not playing? I mean, that's what I would ask if I were the league. Um, I also don't know how valuable he's going to be. I don't know if his jaw was wired shut or not. So (laughs) a little difficult to have him be a spokesman, so to speak. But um, what I would do is Seth Jones is about a week away from coming back. Probably a pretty decent choice if you're going to pick one from the Blackhawks. And if not Seth Jones, like I am all here for the Jason Dickinson selection as an all-star. Scored again last night, their lone goal in a loss to the Oilers. Uh, They they were given a second round pick to to get their all-star. They literally got a second round pick from the Canucks for this. Frank, and they're going to keep 50% of them and maybe get another second round pick at the deadline for them. He's uh, certainly had a pretty good season for a guy that hasn't, again, had much help. 
Yeah, 100%. One of the few Blackhawks that makes over $2 million on the salary cap. Uh, let's talk about the, another result from last night, Frank. The Winnipeg Jets win, and they win in Winnipeg Jets fashion. It's becoming the norm that this team just doesn't give up a lot of goals. A shutout victory over the Blue Jackets last night. 5 nothing. the final. Frank, it's now been, I believe, 30 consecutive games for the Winnipeg Jets with three goals against or less. And you look at this guy, Connor Hellebuck. Those numbers are unbelievable. He has only given up three goals or more than three goals against once, once since November 17th. Every other game is two or one or zero. 18 straight games played. He's incredible. The Jets are dialed. Last night was another prime example. You have to go all the way back to November 2nd. That's the last time the Winnipeg Jets gave up more than three goals in any game. It's January 10th. That's an insane run in a year in which... Teams have struggled with goaltending seemingly more than any year in the last two decades. And not only is Connor Hellebuck dialed in, but the Jets have gotten all sorts of support all over their lineup with the depth that they've had. And they continue to lead the league in points, lead the division. I mean, this has been a special year for a Jets team that we just didn't see this coming. We were thinking, okay, great. They've re-signed Mark Shifley and Connor Hellebuck before the year started, but how good could this team really be? They sneak into the playoffs last year. The year before that, they miss. Like, we're thinking this team is kind of teetering on, you know, the edge of being a, a quality team that can compete for a playoff spot. No one had them leading the league at this point in the year. That's crazy. Yeah, and a handful of players, like, again, the defensive, low-event hockey, they're doing that very well. Connor Hellebuck obviously helps keep your numbers down, but a handful of things are also starting to go their way. They're getting goals from other sources. Remember, there is no Kyle Connor in this lineup right now for the Winnipeg Jets. Cole Perfetti picks up two goals last night. Nick Ehlers is starting to heat up a little bit. He's now up to 14 goals on the season. He's got three in his last five, Frank. I've said it, I feel like, 100 times on this show. Kevin Sheveldayoff, go get a centerman for this team, and they might be near impossible to beat come playoff time. Uh, near impossible. I'm not sure that I reached the same stage just yet. And, and by the way, I wanted to give a little shout out to, uh, th they had their, their dad's trip, Connor Hellebuck's dad, international content sensation. Let's get this man a contract at daily face off in the nation network. Yeah, he was uh hilarious. A bunch of that stuff. They were putting out like the video asking the dads who their second favorite player on the team was. And a bunch of them are just like, I don't I don't want to pick favorites. What are you talking about? Um, I think Connor Hellbuck's dad just said all of the defensemen, which was hilarious. Um, but this classic, classic dad stuff. Yeah, really classic dad stuff. Uh, but the Jets stay Shout out to Ross Uremchuk, by the way. If he's yeah. listening. That would be, I don't know. Uh, Connor Hellebuck, one more insane Hellebuck stat as he continues his Vesna case. Frank, the Jets have picked up points in 13 consecutive Connor Hellebuck starts, which is also just mind blowing. The Vesna is coming north of the border, it's got to be Hellebuck or Demko. I, I just filled out my midseason awards ballot on dailyfaceoff.com. We'll have a story coming out later this week with everyone's choices, but I went Connor Hellebuck one, Thatcher Demko two. Yeah, uh, midseason awards coming out at Daily Faceoff soon, so keep it locked on dailyfaceoff.com for that. Also coming out on the Daily Faceoff Network, Frank, your interview with Florida Panthers star and all-star Sam Reinhardt, who continued his goal-scoring spree, adding another one last night, and he's doing it all in a contract year, 29 goals in 40 games. You sat down with him for Frankly Speaking, your weekly interview podcast, and had a chance to ask him, a little bit about his next contract. Let's take a listen. 
and wants to know what happens next. Your team is in a great spot. Clearly, you're a fit with Sasha Barkov, among other players on your team, and you need a new contract. William Nylander signs a massive <laughs> deal today. Uh, I figured at some point, somewhere, uh, someone like you might be smiling. Would you pay attention to that stuff? Do you keep track of what happens around the league? I mean, it's, I'm a fan of the game. It's it's tough not to keep track of it. Um, it. It's something that I've said before the year. It's it it, it hasn't really changed. I've, I've I've got no problem. But it's, it's you know short term deals or something that uh, um, you know I've, I've I've you know kind of been on my whole year. So so being in a contract year isn't something new to me. I got no problem with negotiations being ongoing. It's 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 not taken away from from my preparation or, or, or how I handle day to day. And, and, and that's kind of where I stay in my head. And, and, and that's kind of my focus, you know, the, the, the interest is, 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 is definitely mutual and it's definitely positive and on, on both sides. And, you know, I love it in Florida and, and, you know, I, 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 you know, I know they're happy to have me. So I've got no problem with it being ongoing. I'm, um, you know, I'm just, I'm just happy with where we're at as a team right now. So the goal is to stay in Florida if you can. Absolutely. I mean, that means the team's in in a great spot. It, it means, um, you know, we're 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 in agreements of 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 how I fit. So um, that's obviously the the goal. Frank, the goal is to stay in Florida. Has he priced himself out of Florida though? No, I don't think so. And I think the big reason why is as well as he's pay- played on track for fifty nine goals. He's two back of Austin Matthews for the league lead. He leads the league in power play goals. He's shooting the lights out, by the way, at an NA, uh, and it's, I called it an NBA like percentage 27.4 from the field this year. It's insane. But special year for Sam Reinhardt. And as good as he's been, people are like, oh, they can't afford him. You don't want to know why they can. They play in Florida. For Sam Reinhardt to get, you know, not, let's, let's call it 9 million bucks, or let's even say, take it a step further and and say he matches or he's at nine and a half for uh for next year nine and a half in florida is the equivalent of 12.875 million dollars a year in toronto so what he's actually putting in his pocket the 17 percent difference in state uh and federal tax they have such an advantage that it wouldn't shock me at all to see him come in at nine nine and a half somewhere in that range because that just makes sense when you compare it to what William Nylander got. He's going to net more money. Yeah, I mean, the tax thing is certainly something. I, I wonder, too, like we've talked so much about Chicago needing a player for Bedard. Like, wouldn't Reinhardt be a perfect fit, though? Like, if you're Chicago, I, again, I know the tax and the money, but if you're Chicago, you have all this cap space. Who else are you going to spend it on? Like, I just feel like you'll have so many suitors willing to give them big money. But I guess, you know, the tax in the eighth year could be a big decider in all of this. Well, if you're Sam Reinhardt, though, you've found a fit. You're playing with an incredibly special player in Barkov, who we had a long chat in the converse in the uh, in the pod about is it's not necessarily plug and play to play with Barkov. He's so smart. He does things at such another level that you actually have to adjust your game a bit. And Reinhardt's been able to do that and figure out how to play with him. And they've certainly gotten more comfortable and you've got a team that has an authentic chance to win the Stanley Cup. What like if you're getting the same or more money than you'd get anywhere else and it's 75 degrees and warm all year and you can win a Stanley Cup, 
why would you want to leave? I don't understand why you, they just, they're opening a gleaming new practice facility. Like I, I don't understand why you'd want to leave the Panthers. New episode of Frankly Speaking going to drop. Find it wherever you get your podcast from. As Sam Reiner continues his rampant pace. Uh, and hey, you want to talk about the grass not always being greener and maybe it's not always you know worth it to chase the money. Not a apples to apples comparison because Huberto was traded, but that guy leaves Florida, leaves Barkov, and all of a sudden he's a shell of his former self. So uh, it'd be interesting to see how the Reinhardt situation plays out. Certainly one of the top pending UFAs. Uh, Frank, yesterday we teased your new trade targets board that is up now at dailyfaceoff.com. Full list available, and three of the top five are still Calgary Flames. It's Elias Lindholm, Chris Tanev, Noah Hannafin. We get the sense that Craig Conroy is going to be active at some point, but what are the chances he jumps the market with one of these three guys and makes a move sooner rather than later. Well, I think if it were up to Craig Conroy based on, you know, what we're, you know, what we've seen to this point, um, I think he would have liked to have made a move a month ago, six weeks ago. I don't think that he um, necessarily hasn't made a move because he's not ready to. This team has struggled this year you know, they've played well in fits and starts, but still a team that when you take a look at the standings, 500 on the dot have been sub 500 for most of the year and five teams to climb over just to try and pry out maybe the last wild card spot. It's a stretch. And so the answer has been, you're not winning with these guys. Why would you resign the bulk of them to keep your team together? I think he understands that. I think ownership understands that. And I think they're ready to make moves. It's that it's not that teams haven't been interested. There's a number of managers that are calling and saying, Hey, you know, what's going on with these guys? Keep me abreast of what's happening here, but not ready to make an offer yet. Or, but let me know if you're doing anything with this guy. I want a chance. I want to kick at the can. They haven't had any real serious suitors to this point where Craig Conroy has been able to dig in on an offer and say, yeah, you know what? That makes sense for us. Let's do it. So the real question should be, is someone else ready to step up and jump the market with Craig Conroy to get ahead of everyone else? Because it's not on the flames as to why some of this hasn't come together yet. Fair enough. Another really fascinating thing that we'll see play out in the next two months is the goaltending market. Frank, it feels like there are a lot of teams who are itching to get their hands on either some insurance or a replacement for an injury, but there aren't a lot of names available. Two that you have on your list are Jake Allen and Peter Mrazek. We've heard a lot about Allen throughout the year with Montreal. Peter Mrazek's a fascinating one. Honestly, any goalie who can put up a 902 on that Chicago Blackhawks team, he's worthy of some interest. It's crazy. He was left for dead by the Toronto Maple Leafs a couple of years back, a salary cap dump that, um, look, he's, he's really played quite well this year for the Blackhawks, all, all things considered. And so, you know, you look at that save percentage and I look at acquisition cost and I look at strings that would be potentially attached to some of these other guys that are on the market. Like Jacob Markstrom's had a great year and some are saying, you know, pounding their fists on the table from in Calgary saying, you know what, let's get something for this guy. Let's, you know, let's move him. Let's move a goalie. History shows that goalies don't really bring a lot in return. And more than that, at a time when we're seeing a market correction in what teams want to pay goalies, realizing that the $6 million guy, you can get almost just as much 
from a $2 million guy in terms of save percentage that unless you're in the Hellebuck, Sorokin, Shesterkin, Thatcher, Demko, Jake Ottinger, Stratosphere, you know, I'll add Vasilevsky in there. You know, you're you're probably, you know, scratching and clawing, hamming and egging with whoever you put in net. And so would you really want to be locked into additional years of Jacob Markstrom at six million bucks? I mean, pick your poison. If that's your thing, great. But if I'm a team out there trying to just get a marginal improvement, I'm going after someone like a Mrazic, someone like a James Reimer. Jake Allen, he's another guy that has term. Um, the numbers are just so-so. And when you don't know what you're getting week in to week out with most of these goalies, the last thing I'd want to do is be tied to any sort of contractual strings that keep you you know, with that guy for a period of time. We see Ilya Samsonov today called back up to the Toronto Maple Leafs uh, after his hard, you know, 10-day mental and, and physical reset. What happens with him? Is he a guy that eventually becomes available? He's on the trade targets board because someone somewhere is probably thinking that, hey, look at his numbers last year. Maybe we could rehab this guy and as a pending UFA, not have any, you know, anything attached to us if it doesn't work out. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Everyone knows therapy is great for solving problems, but getting therapy has its own problems too, like finding the right therapist, fitting into their schedule, and of course, the cost. Well, BetterHelp can solve those problems. It's totally online and built around your schedule. It's surprisingly affordable too. Connect with a credentialed therapist by phone, video, or online chat, all from the comfort of your home. Visit BetterHelp.com to learn more and save 10% on your first month. That's BetterHelp, H-E-L-P. Cool fact, a crocodile can't stick out its tongue. Also, you can get health insurance for a month or just under a year in some states. United Healthcare short-term insurance plans, underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage for you. Learn more at UH1.com. Yeah, the Samsonov thing is really interesting. Uh, the goalie market, like I said, it'll be fascinating to see kind of who jumps when. A name like Mrazic certainly could be on the move. Frank, every year around deadline time, we spend a ton of time talking about the big names, but there always is these under-the-radar kind of, and they're usually defensemen, but these under-the-radar ads go for a mid-round pick or whatever, and they make a huge impact. I always think about like Michael Kempney when he made the jump at the deadline that one season. Two names that stand out to me on your list are Nick Sealer and Alex Carrier. The thing is, both Philly and Nashville firmly in the thick of the playoff hunt here, but both of these guys cost-effective and do a lot of things that come playoff time you want a defenseman to do. What's the market going to be like for these kinds of players? Yeah, I think these are ideal pair defensemen you hear gm say all the time you can never have too many defensemen and look at all the injuries that some of these teams have piled up this year i mean there's a ton of truth in that you'd want to have some really valuable insurance pieces if you're a team that thinks you're going to be going on a deep run i love nick sealer i think we should like I, i've been advocating we need a nickname for this guy nicky nail gun like he is a human nail gun that's what he is nicky nails that's what we're gonna call him 
Um, he plays so physical. He's smart. You know, league minimum cap hit just about. And someone that is a heart and soul type player for the Flyers that they absolutely love in their organization. Carrier, he's an all-around guy. He can give you some points at the offensive end. He's never out of his depth defensively. He moves well. He's a pending unrestricted free agent, another guy who doesn't make a lot of money on the cap. These are two guys that I'd be looking for, you know, even with these teams that are in playoff positions in Nashville and Philly, the Flyers are still open for business. Um, I think they're realists in the sense that they may get in, and I don't think they want to cut the legs out from under their team in order to do that, but we've seen a slide from them of late in the standings. And I talked to Barry Trotz you know, a couple of months back on Frankly Speaking. Great episode if you have a chance to go listen to it. He basically said, we're kind of two to three years away. We want to stockpile as many assets as we can to help us get to where we want to get to. And Carrier might be one of those guys. If you can get a decent enough asset, no one's no one wants to just give these guys away for free because they like them. But if you can get a good return, you probably should pull the trigger on it because as UFAs, you can always just re-sign them. And yeah, that's another thing too, is it could be one of those pure rentals where they go for a pick and then come July 1, they're right back. Especially in the case like Sealer, when you hear that the guys in the room just absolutely love him, like that makes a ton of sense. Get your pick, let him go somewhere else for the playoffs, bring him back in July on another contract. Under the radar ads and more, we're going to be covering it on dailyfaceoff.com leading up to the deadline. I think our deadline article today, courtesy of Matt Larkin, seven trade destinations to watch for Chris Tanev. So you can check that out over on the site. We're running behind, so we got to get to our big segment. It's the Players Room with Luke Gazdick. The Players Room, as always, is delivered by DoorDash for a limited time. Our Canadian listeners can get 25% off and zero delivery fees on their first order of $15 or more when you download the DoorDash app and use the promo code NATION25. Maybe you're looking to cook less this new year. Maybe you want to try more local restaurants. You can accomplish those resolutions with our friends in DoorDash at DoorDash in 2024. Luke Gazdick, former NHLer, Sportsnet analyst, host of the Mitts Off podcast. He does a lot. He wears a lot of hats. Appreciate you hopping in again, Luke. And I want to start with some Canadian teams. At the beginning of this show, we talked about the Winnipeg Jets, this incredible run they've been on. Vancouver, they're surprisingly leading the Pacific Division as we near the midway point. If you had to crown one of these teams the best in Canada, which one would it be? Oh, first of all, good to see you guys. It's been a while. Uh, that's a tough one. And I mean, they've slotted those two teams against each other on TV for me now. We've done this uh, segment uh, a couple times. And I think I lean Winnipeg. I, I really do. Uh, Vancouver has the offensive edge, I would say. But guys, that stat you were going over earlier in the show, 30 games now allowing three or less is unreal. And it's just not goaltending. I mean, Connor Hellbuck is a major part of that. But I just feel like it's a really unheralded decor, like not a lot of household names. You got guys like Dylan Sandberg and Neil Pionk. Uh, Dylan DeMello's like plus 24 leads their team. Um, they're just, it's a tougher two points, I think, against Winnipeg. They both have some similarities, really good third lines. That third line for Vancouver's really come, come into its own with Dakota Joshua and Connor Garland. But that third line in Winnipeg with uh, Adam Lowry and Mason Appleton and Nino Niederreier, the offense they can produce, plus the physicality and the, and the shutdown component. I think the most impressive thing about the Jets right now is they're doing it all without their leading goal scorer. You throw Kyle Connor back into the mix and – that's just a whole different, uh, a whole different element. It's it reminds me of the Jets teams of old. When I was in the league ten years ago, now 
going into Winnipeg to try to get two points. It was a hostile environment, which their attendance is coming back, but it was just a tough, tough game. You knew every time you got the puck, someone's on top of you. Uh, there isn't a lot of room to move out there and the grade A's and the slot shots and the, the chances you get, you have one of the best goaltenders in the league. there shutting things down. So I, I'll give the ed edge to the jets right now, but it, that's a really close call. All right, Luke, I'm not interested in with the easier two points or the tougher two points. I want to know which Canadian team is best positioned to win a Stanley cup. The Oilers are on an eight game heater. How far away are they from being in the conversation with the Jets and Canucks? And would you throw the Leafs in there? Give me your order, one to four. Best position to win a Stanley Cup this year. Oh, man. Um, let's – oh, see, this is tough because I had I would have Winnipeg at one, but I think if Edmonton plays Winnipeg in a seven-game playoff series right now, they have their number. Going back to the times when I played there, Connor – there's something about the Jets that brings something out in Connor McDavid. And whether it's in Winnipeg or at home, I love the Oilers matchup against the Jets, but not so much against the Canucks. Right now, I would have to say Winnipeg 1, Vancouver 2, Edmonton 3, Toronto 4. Um, but like I said, I, I think if if the Oil matched up against the Jets right now, I like that for the Oil. They're, Edmonton is probably two moves away from being an absolute cup contender for me. They're just a little shy right now. Uh, but I, I wouldn't want to see 97 and 29 in the playoffs. I also Connor. think the Canucks are really one move or two moves away from, you know, you continue to beef up that blue line. We might be talking differently about the Canucks. 100%. And I think, I mean, that's easy to say for so many contenders. Yeah, they're two moves away from, from, uh, from being – right there in the conversation, but Vancouver is just so dynamic offensively too. putting that lotto line back together with the three big boys on top. I think that forces them to probably have to make a move. If you're going to keep those three guys together in Pedersen and Miller and Besser, but that's another tough team to play against too. Thatcher Demko is unbelievable. And Quinn Hughes has really stepped into his own back there. First off, you mentioned McDavid and the Jets. Connor McDavid, 54 points in 31 career games against the Winnipeg Jets. He, he does annihilate them. But an interesting part of Frank's question, Luke, is he said the team best positioned to win a Stanley Cup. And I think there is an element of those teams in the West might beat the living hell out of each other in the first couple rounds of the playoffs. Toronto might be in a position where they can kick their feet up. Maybe. I know winning a playoff round is tough no matter who you play, but their path to the final might be the easiest compared to the teams out West. I know it's crazy. So if the playoffs ended today, Winnipeg would be playing Edmonton in the first round. But if you're Edmonton, do you eventually pass LA and then have to play Vegas in the first round? Like it's, it's a tough out, especially getting out of the Pacific first. You're right. The central is no joke. Honestly, just, I think the West is a legit meat grinder. Yeah. They're just going to beat the heck out of each other, man. But, uh, Honestly, you're right. It's just, it's a bit different style in the East. I just think ugh, it's going to be a tough first couple rounds. I worked with Jamal Mayers last night and I always love uh, picking his brain. He was a Stanley cup winner with Chicago Blackhawks. And he always said the first round was the hardest, even the year they beat Detroit in the first round. Uh, when he eventually won the cup, he always thought that the first round of the playoffs was the hardest to get out of, out of. And if Edmonton ends up with Vegas in that first one, I like the matchup for them. I like them to, uh, finally slay the dragon, but, uh, it's going to be tough regardless guys. 
last area I wanted to get, uh, I wanted to pick your brain on a little bit. We spent a lot of time yesterday talking about the Cutter Gauthier situation. I'm curious for your perspective as a former player here. Like, what do you make of a fifth overall pick? Like, this isn't examples we've seen in the past of just, Justin Schultz, a guy in the middle of the second round saying, hey, I'm going to play my college and not sign. This is a fifth overall pick who totally iced the team, doesn't talk to him. What do you make of him kind of doing that and forcing his way out of Philly before ever playing a game there? I know there's so many elements to this and I just feel like Philly really got out ahead of the PR and they're winning this PR battle for sure. Listen, like I saw the tail ends of my career, especially my last year in the minors in San Diego, average age on our team was 21 and a half. And to be honest, some of the young kids and the prospects, I, I couldn't believe the attitudes that they brought into pro hockey without ever having played before. Uh, the entitlements on some guys and the way they talk back to coaches and veteran players was outrageous. But when I look at a situation like this, I try not to blame the player. I just, I feel like he's a young kid. He probably would want to play in the NHL no matter where it is. I just feel like players like this, <laughs> apparently not, but I feel like a players like this have a team in their corner, whether it's agent advisor, PR, sometimes the parents and I just feel like he could be heavily influenced in in a certain direction. So I, it could be naive of me. I try not to blame the kid. Try not to blame the player. Um, but uh, yeah, honestly, the fact that they couldn't even pick up the phone is what it sounds like to talk to a couple of Philly vets or even meet with them at the World Juniors is is pretty cowardly to me. Uh, life's hard. You got to make some hard conversations at times and pick up the phone, tell your honest thoughts. That's that's kind of where I where I stand on that. I think lost in it all too is Philly's getting a heck of a player in Jamie Drysdale. I think this is just a win win for them with a pick as well. Uh, so you know, so long. Yeah, Philly uh, in action tonight, taking on the Montreal Canadiens. Luke, as always, man, appreciate your insight and happy New Year. This was our first appearance on this show in 2024. So thanks for doing it. Yeah, thanks, guys. Have a great day. Before we get to inbox, I just want to oh. say absolute weenie statement by Cutter Gauthier's agent, Kurt Overhart. What is that? This is a private matter. Step up to the plate. You know, you made this decision. Speak on it. If it's so private, then a lot of people in Philly would be way more understanding if you could have a conversation. Don't don't rely on your agent to take the bullets for you. Yeah, like if this was a family thing or whatever, just come out and say that. Don't hide behind the cloak of some fag private matter thing. That, that's a bit of a joke. Weenie yeah. statement. Anyways, let's get to our hashtag ask a DFO question brought to you by Tourism Jasper and the Jasper Pond Hockey Tournament that's coming up soon. Uh, Frank, we got this one in here. Uh, we talked about it a little bit earlier, but Ilya Samsonov coming back up to the Toronto Maple Leafs. Right or wrong move, bringing him up before playing in an American League game. Just giving him the reset back to the NHL. I don't know enough to say one way or the other because I don't know what's happening in terms of why they decided to do it now. Put out some feelers to get an answer for that. Maybe they have some other kind of injury that they're dealing with in goal that they had to. And I would say sometimes just getting away for a week or 10 days and working privately with a coach in, in specific on-ice sessions could be really helpful. So um, there's obviously talent there. He's got the first-round pedigree. He you know, played really well last season. I, I don't, I, I don't think it's the wrong move to bring him back, but 
I don't know. I also don't know, like, what if you went into an AHL game and you get shelled, kind of like Jack Campbell was the first few games that he played this year. I know he bounced back, but I don't know that that really helps your confidence getting back either. You're like, I can't even make saves in this league. How am I supposed to get back to the NHL? I, I don't have any issue with it. All right, let's move along to our Batano Daily Bets. Everything you need for the NHL slates, NFL playoffs. Coming up this weekend, you can find it at Batano, the 2023 EGR brand of the year i got one play tonight frank is a short slate in the nhl so i'm back to the shop props morgan frost brock faber i trusted brock faber earlier in the week and he came through he's on a shot prop heater three plus shots in four straight games he's hit this number of one and a half in eight of ten playing it with morgan frost who's hit it in four of five and is coming off a miss so i like him to kind of bounce back he's also hit this mark in seven of ten play them together a very juicy plus 159 payout on this one so just one play for me after I missed my puck line parlay. The Oilers could not cover the puck line. Zach Hyman missed an empty net, and they had two goals waved off, which is my nice segue, Frank, into garbage time for today. Uh, it's brought to you by Wendy's in the Daily Faceoff Survivor Pool. Quiet day on the Survivor Pool, but the picks for tomorrow are up now, and I'm still alive. Sam Reinhart got a goal, no apples, Frank. So I'm moving on to day three for the first time. I'm very excited. I mean, you should be because, uh, look... I, I can't string it together. I can't get to the finish line in the daily face-off survivor pool. I, I'm, I really want the free Wendy's. I want the uh, bacon portobello mushroom melt. Yes, back for a limited time. So even if you're a loser in the pool, you can be a winner by trying the bacon portobello mushroom melt. Order it today from Wendy's or on the Wendy's app. Frank, garbage time last night. The Oilers had a goal waved off for an offside after what felt like an hour-long review. I think it really clocked in closer to five minutes. But after the game, Connor McDavid had some interesting comments. Let's take a listen. You know, obviously, if it takes you 15 minutes to, to determine if it's offside or not, um, it probably doesn't really matter. Um, <laughs> you know, um, you know, I talked to the linesman after. Ultimately, it's not a, not their call, I guess. You know, obviously they said it came down from the league, but you know, you zoom in, you zoom in, you keep zooming in until you can't zoom in anymore, and I guess it's offside. So, um, you know what? Um, a, these these are calls that uh, you know change games, and ultimately it didn't go our way. You know, that was a big call. Um, it would have really really hurt them, and um, I thought it should have been onside. I mean. It's kind of possession too, right? Like the argument of possession. Um, that whole debate can start again. Um, if you remember to the playoffs a few years ago, the Oilers got burned on Kale McCarr's possession over the blue line. So interesting comments from McDavid. He's not outspoken about a lot, so it's interesting when he does speak up. Should the NHL put a time limit on reviews, Frank? Uh, yeah, I mean, give it 90 seconds. And if you can't find the answer, stick with the call on the ice. If not, move on. I think his point is well made. That drives me nuts when you have to keep looking. The other thing that drives me nuts is when they should put a time limit on how late the offside was compared to the goal. Like if if the offside came 48 seconds after they entered the zone and they then had a full sequence of plays and stuff going on and then they you know, they come back and challenge it and wipe the goal out later, like it's just that that that's crazy. Yeah, like for me if it's a matter of the puck crossing the line or not, and that's what you're reviewing, I'm okay with the replay angles, overtop, slow-mo, zoom in, whatever, get the call right. The offside one, I feel like it's going against the spirit of things. Watch it four or five times in real time, and if it's like, okay, that is blatantly offside, then 
wave the goal off. But when you need to spend, like McDavid said, 15 minutes bending the angles, zooming in, did he have possession? Did he not? Like it kind of goes against the point of what we're doing here. And it just slows down the game. I was going to say too, the other thing that I really liked that the NFL has done this year, and they've made a real big point to do it. They're speeding it up. They actually take commercial during their review so that at least when you come back, the game flow is back after that. They just, they come back in, they show you a quick replay and they say, here's what they decided. That's it. And then they're dropping the puck. They're moving They're They're snapping the ball for the next play. So maybe that's something they could borrow from the NFL. An interesting idea. All right. That is a wrap on today's edition of the show. As always presented by Botano. The game starts now at Botano.ca. We'll be back tomorrow, noon Eastern, as we are every week down Daily Faceoff Live. Chat with you then. Thanks for tuning in to Daily Faceoff Live. Make sure you hit the subscribe button to never miss an episode. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And is all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com pack for free shipping and 365-day returns. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. That's what you'll feel with and Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that and Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus get 15% off your first order at BowlingBranch.com. Code BUTTERY. Exclusions apply. See site for details. This message comes from BOF sponsor eBay. You'll know real when you get it. It'll say eBay Authenticity Guarantee. And you'll feel it. Maybe it's a head-turning handbag, a watch that says it all, jewellery that makes you look like the gem, or sneakers and streetwear so fresh every step feels fly. eBay gets it. So look for the blue check mark next to that thing you love. And be confident that every inch, stitch, sole, and logo is checked by experts. With eBay Authenticity Guarantee, you can trust that feeling of real is always in reach. Ensure your next purchase is the real deal. Visit ebay.com for terms. All right, hockey fans, listen up because we've got something special coming your way this playoff season. It's called the Daily Faceoff Playoff Parlay Challenge. And let me tell you, it's going to add some serious spice to your playoff experience. Now, here's the deal. Every playoff game day, you're going to be faced with four questions. It's like your own personal playoff puzzle. And here's a sneak peek into some of those questions we'll be firing your way. First up, you got to pick the winning team. That sounds simple, right? 
but there's more. You gotta decide if the total amount of goals in the game will be over or under a certain amount, and that's where the real strategy starts to kick in. Next up, you're picking who's gonna find the back of the net first, and you're gonna wanna be careful, because that's one that could be cooked early on in the game. And finally, you gotta predict which period is going to be the highest scoring. Will it be a barn burner in the first, a shootout in the second, or a nail biter in the third? That's up to you to decide. Now let's talk about prizes because who doesn't love winning stuff? For the daily winners, you're getting hooked up with gift cards to treat yourself to some fresh nation gear, and you might even win a jersey from your favorite team. And for the big dogs, those who can win an entire round, it's straight, cold, hard cash. We're talking real dough for your hockey knowledge. So lace up those skates, stretch those thumbs, and get ready to show off your hockey IQ in the Daily Faceoff Playoff Parlay Challenge. Play now at games.dailyfaceoff.com and prove your puck prowess.